G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. In some ways, it's becoming more difficult to let your light shine as a Christian in your workplace. Well, there are changing attitudes and it's more and more dependent on perspectives held by your supervisors as to how you display your faith at work. But there are some things that won't remain hidden for long because as a Christian, your behavior, your manner and your work ethic will ultimately shine brightly. Some thoughts on these issues today with one of Australia's brightest minds, our most famous and influential school teacher, Eddie Wu. Eddie's about to tour Australia, speaking to workers about how the Christian faith makes believers distinctive in the workplace. The 2018 Australian Local Hero of the Year is going to visit Adelaide, Melbourne, Brisbane and Perth as part of the annual Life at Work conference during February and March. It's an initiative of the City Bible Forum. The theme of the conference is Distinctive, the Power of an Attractive Life in the Workplace. Eddie Wu is a YouTube sensation with more than 11 million views. He's turning young people onto a passion for mathematics, and he's passionate about his Christian faith and purpose. Eddie Wu, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you so much, Neil. It's a pleasure to chat with you. Well, Eddie, it's been a huge year this past year. In the award that you won, uh, you have been talking to an awful lot of groups, and you have a special place in education these days. It has been a bit of a roller coaster over the last 12 months, as you mentioned, and Certainly, I would never have predicted that you know, through the uh, the humble work of being a teacher, which you know in Australian society is uh, you know I don't think it's particularly viewed as a, a high status profession. Uh, I would never have guessed that it would have opened up the opportunities that I feel very privileged to have received uh, to travel all around Australia. As you say, I've actually spoken to um, some number of tens of thousands of people um, about mathematics and education, and obviously thinking about that as a Christian very carefully. Um, for me, it's been a, a wonderful honour. To, um, have those opportunities all around the country. Eddie, mathematics and God, do they go together? <laughs> I, I believe um, that all truth is God's truth. And so, you know, God created a mathematical, logical universe. And in fact, one of my very favorite quotes is uh, from Galileo Galilee, the scientist, astronomer, and he says, Mathematics is the language with which God has written the universe. So even though I think most of the mathematics that I do maybe doesn't have any explicit reference to God itself, I think that God clearly created this universe with uh, a love for patterns. And I think the human um, aesthetic and the human sense of beauty is intensely mathematical and clearly um, that comes from God. So, Eddie, the idea of your speaking to audiences really, I guess, might identify the fact that there are some growing challenges of being a Christian in the workplace. Without a doubt. I mean, I've been teaching for more than 10 years, and even over that relatively short space of time, um, I've seen 
many different challenges in my own field, let alone others, um, that present huge challenges to being a Christian. I mean, in, in particular detail, I, I work within an organization whose DNA um, you know, its values are highly secular. And so to think about what it means to you know, behave as a Christian um, with integrity, it, it, it takes great thought and discernment. And I, I think of, you know, Romans 12, 2 doesn't give us any, you know, hard and fast rules that we can just apply um, thoughtlessly. It calls for the renewal of our minds, because we have to think very carefully about what every different context and different um, situation demands of Christians um, in order to live in, uh, you know, in a way that's peaceful, but also striking and distinctive. Now, as you say, as a Christian in the workplace, you don't have to be as loud about your faith speaking because there are going to be a lot of elements of your life that are going to be showing themselves uh, almost with a glow because Christians live to a different, we march to a different beat, don't we? Absolutely. I mean, there's a reason why Jesus said to his disciples that we are a city on a hill and a light that you know cannot be hidden. I, I think about the way that I you know, conduct myself in the classroom, the way I interact with my colleagues and with my own students. My character and what I believe uh, are important uh, truths, like the dignity of all human beings, their values as they are created by God, no matter where they come from or what their abilities may happen to be or not be or what their past might be like, those things cannot help but come through in the way that we act. And that's the reason why I think in 1 Peter 3.15, uh, you know, the Apostle advises us to be ready to give a defense for the hope that is within you, because I think that clearly implies we will live in such a way that people cannot help but ask why are you living the way that you do? Clearly, there is a different hope, like you said, a different beat that animates your life. And I want to know about that. It must, the Christian life must be curiosity. So I definitely think that uh, we are called to live in a way that people can see is clearly different. And uh, one of the joys and challenges of being a Christian is to find out what that looks like in a variety of, the infinite variety of contexts that we find ourselves in the workplace. Sometimes we use that little illustration, the darkness gets darker, but the light gets brighter. There's a certain contrast, isn't there, that uh, as things change in the workplace, the Christian who holds to those Christian ethics is going to shine ultimately and uh, certainly above even other employees. I think that that's a very true um, observation to make because the more that, you know, in our uh workplace environment these days, there is so much of an emphasis on, you know, depersonalizing things, on, on meeting margins, on getting our key performance indicators in place and not being uh, careful of relationship and looking after uh, individuals and, and taking care of them personally. Um, all those things, of course, are, are things that flow out very naturally from a Christian worldview and a Christian character. And so the more that the world goes down this angle of, you know, uh, the, the, the bottom line, that is the final result, the only thing that matters. Um, the more that uh, financial concerns take over and um, economic uh, priorities sort of, uh, you know, hold sway in terms of people's decision-making to the company or organization, the more obvious that becomes, um, the more different, I think, and striking that a Christian's worldview, which, you know, there's nothing bigger in a Christian worldview 
than a single individual who, whose life is precious to God. No, uh, you know, no end of year um, budget figure or target. No, no project. No companies. Um, you know, profit earnings in a quarter matter as much as the eternal soul of an individual created in God's image. So I think that you're exactly right, that there is a, a more and more a sharp distinction between uh, Christianity and the world, the more uh, you know, secular society values those things which are contrary to Christ. Of course, the way we behave in the workplace may be something that is leading us to be Christ-like. But that's not necessarily the most attractive thing. Of course, uh, the attractive thing about Christianity, as many people will say, is the fact that it's true. And this fact that it's true, it uh, shines forth in the way that people are prepared to uh, lay down their lives and to follow Christ. And that's the thing that makes us different. Uh, I mean, am I getting a little bit too spiritual in all of this? No, not at all. I mean, one thing that's uh, crucial, central to my my own story, my own journey into work, which perplexes people constantly, but I think perfectly illustrates the attractiveness, um, uh, you know, which is based in the truth of of the gospel, which is that, you know, personally, um, having been a Christian since around the age of 15 or 16, this is something which very deeply uh, shaped and altered my choice of career, my, my sort of trajectory into the profession that I am now. Uh, my, my Christian worldview was well in place by the time I was thinking about, oh, what should I do with my life? And because the Christian worldview and the Christian character has, has service at its very heart, therefore it made sense for me when I, when I arrived at university, even though I had a plan to become an English and history teacher, which are subjects I ideally loved and I was, you know, those are the subjects I was strong at. It made sense to teach those subjects. When I found out that there was a great need in the area of mathematics because we have a shortage of teachers there, that just seemed like a no-brainer to me when a lot of people have said, but that seems so counterintuitive. This is not a subject you particularly enjoy when you're at school. Why would you do this? Um, go into an area um, of teaching which you know, there is not as much support, and clearly people who have that kind of ability often will go into things like engineering or finance, which have a lot more status and uh, certainly a lot more remuneration. But for me, because my whole life is structured around one who uh, went at great cost to himself to serve those who, not who, you know, um, could recompense him, um, but those where he, he saw a need in his own people. Um, for me, that's absolutely a, um, you know, a, a to B, a very uh, straightforward conclusion to draw, where others see a complete non sequitur. So I think that uh, even in simple decisions like that, it's clear that um, it's not just the truthfulness of the gospel, but also what those gospel values lead us to then do, which I think is striking and attractive. Well, you're on the verge of getting into this tour, the Life at Work Conference, going to be on tour around Australia. Let me just say the dates. You'll be in Adelaide on February 15th and 16th, in Melbourne, February 28th and March 1st, Brisbane, March 8th and 9th, and in Perth, March 15th and 16th. You're not the only speaker, but you are one of the keynote speakers, Eddie. How important is it going to be for people to attend this conference, given that you'll be talking about uh, being a Christian in the workplace as things are changing today? I think, uh, and I hope, that this is something which uh, Christians around the country view as a wonderful opportunity to take up. I mean, I think back to uh, myself early in my career, really trying to work out what it looked like um, in, my, in my own particular context, having 
you know, relatively few um, role models whom I could look to who would, you know, give me a clear, concrete illustration of what it meant to be a Christian living peacefully, but also distinctively in the workplace. Uh, some of the situations which we which we find ourselves in, uh, there is simply no rule book written down. There's no, you know, clear set of policies to lay out what exactly we should do, what makes the most sense. And in this world of rapid change, um, we need to be, as I mentioned, Romans 12 before, we need to be inwardly changed so that whether it's like, you know, Daniel or Naaman or Joseph, each of which had a very particular secular role in which to live out their faith in God, whether it's like, like them or in other situations where we are trying to um, be more explicit about our faith, I think it's all the more a challenge that's uh, relevant to us today to think carefully and biblically about what it means to honor God in the workplace and the, the interaction between God himself as a worker, someone who created us in Eden and gave us work to do before the fall. This is a good gift that we ought to be able to not just you know, um, do as a matter of course and to survive, but in fact, as a part of the flourishing. I really want to tackle those questions, and I hope that they, they provoke thought and, um, you know, a reinvestigation and reflection of what it means for us to Christians in our respective workplaces. Eddie Wu, you are an inspiration. You're also a YouTube sensation. I mentioned more than 11 million views on YouTube, and I know there'll be listeners who'll be wanting to get something more of a passion for mathematics, and they'll do that when they visit your website, mrwootube.com. That's Mr. Tube.com, and you can get the details about the conference that Eddie is speaking on around Australia, Adelaide on the 15th and 16th of February, Melbourne February 28th and March 1st, Brisbane March 8th and 9th and Perth March 15th and 16th when you go to lifeatwork.org.au that's lifeatwork.org.au I mentioned the Life at Work conference is an initiative of the City Bible Forum Eddie Wu, a great to have you as part of that conference all the best for it and thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us today on 2020 my absolute pleasure neil i'm looking forward to seeing everyone in those very cities before you go thanks for listening there's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au and remember vision is listener supported Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.